Welcome everyone to the Humans of RBTL podcast, where we feature folks in the Relating Between the Lines community and really get a closer look at the ways they connect and communicate in their relationships. I'm your host, Stephanie, co-founder of RBTL, and my hope is that the stories shared here really inspire you to think about the way that you show up in your relationships and explore new ways of connecting with the people that you love. Welcome back, everyone, to the podcast. Today, we have Rachel joining us. And this is really special because Rachel and I have known each other even pre-RBTL days. And so she's a really special guest. And Rachel, I want you to introduce yourself a little bit first, and then we'll chat about like how we know each other. Yeah. Um, hi, everyone listening. I'm Rachel. I am 26 years old. I live in Texas. Did you say the roles in my life that I play? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got a couple roles in my life that I currently play is I am a partner, a girlfriend, a friend, a sister, a daughter, and a teammate or coworker. So those are a couple of the roles I currently play in my life. Thank you, Rachel. Oh my gosh. I was just so shocked for a second because I didn't know you're only talking. For some reason, I thought you're, you're like, closer to like my age because we've known each other for so long I was like wow like she's actually younger I know I know that always shocks people they're like wait you're only 26 and I'm like yeah I'm just a baby you know they're just like no way I'm like yeah I'm a baby and everyone's always and then I am pretty much the baby of my group everywhere like in each different group I'm in I'm the youngest and so um Yep. <laughs> yeah. Are you the youngest also in your family as well? I am, yeah. So in my immediate family, I'm the youngest, but recently my sister just had a baby. So I guess another role I play is an aunt. So now he's like officially taken the spot of the baby, which is kind of taken the spotlight away from me a little <laughs> bit. Um, but yes, I, I'm the youngest in my family. Aww. How do you feel about the spotlight being taken away from you? Um, you know, not gonna lie, it does kind of suck a little bit. My sister, my, my parents live in Dallas. And, you know, seeing them, we do like, at least like five FaceTime family calls a day. And my mom's always like, where's the baby? I miss the baby. And I'm like, oh, right here. And she's like, oh, not you, the other one. <laughs> and I'm like, mom, you haven't seen me in like three weeks but you literally just saw the baby yesterday so you know it, it's definitely um, a little strange too kind of to be like seeing this happen just because like my parents weren't really that present in my childhood so kind of seeing like the shift in how much they want to be involved in the baby's life is really kind of very jarring to me because I'm like where was this when I was younger you know so so definitely like um I feel some different types of ways about it Thank you for sharing that. You know, what I think is really shocking, and I think this is the reason why I was shocked when you said you're 26, is because I feel like you come across as quite, like, mature. Like, I think ever since I've met you, and so I know we talked a little bit earlier about how we know each other even pre-relating between the lines, right? And so for everyone listening, uh, Norman and I started relating between the lines in 2020, but I actually knew Rachel, I think back in 2019, a year before, 
right? And so, um, yeah, Rachel was one of my clients at my previous coaching venture. And uh, I remember when I first got on the call with Rachel, I was always just like, wow, like she seems so mature for age. Like she's like, you know, really deep in her personal development. Like that's something that we always like really deeply connected over. And so I think that's why I was shocked a little bit about like, I was just like, wait, what? (laughs) Like that means I've known you since like, you're really like young, like 20. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I started back coaching with you basically like when I first like I was pretty much fresh out of college. Um, my first job, my first real relationship, like first time living on my own. So our relationship super special to me because you know it was kind of like yeah, like I was like this little like infant 21 year old like who didn't really know what I was doing with my life. Kind of like had like a friend and mentor like along the entire way until now. So definitely a really really special relationship. Oh, I feel like you have been there witnessing. I know a lot of the times like when, you know, when we're like coaches, like the, the thought is often like, oh, the coach supports like, you know, the, the mentee, right? And, but then in my head, it's always been such a, something that's really special to me. And it's just like being able to also be simultaneously like witnessed by you, like the entire journey. And like, you see me grow as well, I think, into like my own sense of being. And so like, I also really appreciate that, <laughs> like being able to be kind of like alongside you as you're also going through your journey too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's been such like a special growth journey for the both of us. So I I really love that for both of us. Yes. Well, I would love for you to share um, a little bit about like what brought you to like RBTL. So you worked in the past in a different like in like more like fitness, like coaching before and like what made you decide like actually, yeah, I want to work on um, my relationships or communication. Yeah. So, um, you know, in our previous program together, kind of when you and I got paired up as like, you know, mentor, mentee type relationship. I don't think at that time, I truly realized that it wasn't so much like the fitness aspect where I needed help. I think it was really like all the stuff inside that was going on, like, just really understanding my emotions, really like kind of being authentic. And and I think that's really what drew me to RBTL was just like, I knew that the relationships I had weren't great at the time. That's including my boyfriend, my family, my friends, like I, I just felt like so truly alone. And didn't really have like a sense of like why why I wasn't connecting with people or feeling like some sort of like, you know, like deeper level of connection with them. And, and I think I just realized at that time that like, it's so much stuff that's going on inside me, that, like I'm not able to understand. So I, I think that's really like what drew me to RBTO is really like understanding emotions and not only just for myself, but other people too. And so I think that like for me that like want to connect with other people in such like a deep way that's really what drew me to RBTL just being in a place where like I didn't feel like I had you know true friendships (laughs) my relationship was like very rocky at the beginning even like with my family too like things have been really hard and there were like things that I would struggle to like get across and communicating like how I feel just because of so much childhood trauma 
and also like previous trauma. So it just kind of like a, a little combination of all of those things, you know, really kind of wanted me, drew me towards RBTL, you know, like after kind of that first program that we did together, um, I, I, I kind of just felt like I came out of it like, oh, I didn't really think I got what I needed out of that. So I, I decided not to continue with it. But after, you know, hearing about the new program, RBTL that you guys were doing, you know, it, at, at first when you guys did like the like, you're like cohort one, you know, like the alpha launch and everything, my partner was doing it at the time. And, and hearing about the things that like he was learning and like how to be a better communicator and things like that really just like I just feel like I felt like this pull to like come back and do the program like I I couldn't stop like thinking about it and you know like I really really wanted to do it so pretty much that's that's like the entire reason like why I decided to do it. Thanks for that Rachel. I really hear from you that there is so much going on internally for you and you know it's kind of I I think what's so interesting is for so many people uh, myself included right like the work began sort of on the outside right in like the fitness realm because we think that that is going to support us in like feeling more confident in ourselves which I think it does so that's not like untrue but I really love how you're so honest about how there's so much more that like you're actually really looking for and and maybe that was just really the um starting point was just like working on fitness realizing huh like that fulfilled something for me but then there's actually all these other things that are coming up like understanding my emotions like how can I be more authentic like how can I connect more deeply with other people and um it just makes me think of the the quote that um Esther Perel, like one of the really big like psychotherapists always says, which is like the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your relationships. And I think like when I hear you sharing your intentions for coming into RBTL, there's this like deep, I think the roots of it is just like, man, how can I just live a sort of like happier life? And and this, this deep understanding that it comes from connecting more deeply, like with the people that you care about, um, which you mentioned was, you know, your partner and like your family at the time. So just like really acknowledging that that is a lot <laughs> to like take. <laughs> like I think at the time you're like 24 right um I think like so young to like be uh I'm so amazed by young people now (laughs) like just so honest and so you know so humble like to be able to admit like you know what there's something missing for me and like I want to take that into my own hands um and put effort into like making it better and this is like connected to what I've always talked to you about before at the very beginning was like I've always recognized within you just this like really deep commitment to like your personal growth and I think underneath that is just the values that you have which is really valuing like um taking ownership of like what's your side of things right like how are you contributing to certain dynamics and like how can you like get better at that and show it better for others yeah yeah exactly like you pretty much like I feel so heard and seen right now like that that's like definitely it like pretty much just like I wanted to be able to show up um, in my different roles like the best way that I could you know so that was a big reason why I did RBTL. Yeah so how did you feel about your relationships? I think we kind of talked about a little bit of context. I'd love to hear um, how you felt about them before you um, took RBTL. You obviously had a lot of motivation too. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, in RBTL, like you guys kind of tell us like, 
to choose which relationship like we kind of want to improve throughout our journey of our BTL. And definitely a lot of my relationships were more on like the the one with the prickly side where it was like, oh, that sounds like a lot of work and a lot of like feelings that might be hurt and a lot of like, you know, really, really honest conversation and a lot of like deep vulnerability that I just felt like was going to be super hard. And, and honestly, like I, I kind of feel like I shied away from it a little bit too because I was like, yeah, no, that's really uncomfortable. No, thanks. <laughs> so, um, you know, kind of I felt like that was the state of a lot of my relationships honestly at that at that point lots of I guess like harsh truths about myself that I had to really like own up to about like how I wasn't showing up as best as I could so I I kind of always felt like you know like I mentioned like I wasn't showing up as best I could and like meaning like I suppressed really a lot about how I was feeling to put the other person first when really like I either didn't have like the mental capacity to be there for them and that just in turn led to like more resentment which put more strain on the relationship and also like that kind of leads to like another thing like I had trouble drawing boundaries with people you know so you know it kind of these are things that I never really shared with them and so like that that caused me to resent them and they never really understood why you know they're like yeah like for example my sister she's like yeah my sister and I used to be close but you know somewhere along the way we just like grew apart and um, I think that was a lot of like the problem was just so much internalizing like these resentments and like you know showing up even when I like truly didn't have like the mental capacity to so definitely for me like at that time a lot of my relationships just felt so uncomfortable you know, it's just like, oh, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with you, um, you know. And and I think that's kind of why, like, I just felt so alone. Like, I just felt like I didn't really have those connections that I was really wanting. So so that's, that's pretty much like a glimpse of how, like, all of my relationships at that time were. So it was very, very hard um, kind of to, like, really look at the relationships and see, like, how I wanted them to improve prior to RBTL. Wow. Yeah. I, you know, Rachel, I think it's wild because I think this is the first time we've talked more in depth about like how you're feeling before the program. And so like, I'm just really blown away by like really how deep this work was for you and that there were, um, it sounds like there was a lot of pent up resentment. It sounds like a lot of maybe overextending yourself, like giving a lot of yourself, kind of blurring those lines a lot in the relationships. And it sounds like a big part of this journey was for you to be really honest about how uncomfortable you were um, in the relationships and also how difficult it was to face some of these realities right? Like face the fact that like, wow, I, I'm the one that's not taking ownership of where my mouth is. I'm the one that's like not actually saying how I truly feel to someone else and like, you know, letting them know the impact of my experience with them. And I think about how, you know, obviously in the aftermath of like RBTL, we're, we're talking about like, you know, two years ago at this point, how, how much, easier, I would say, in some ways it is to talk about it, but I can imagine at the time it being a really scary, um, very confronting place to be at that time. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely very scary, very confronting. And, you know, even though, you know, it has been two years, I'm still struggling through, like, working through some of those relationships now. Like, it, it is really, um, like you guys mentioned, like, it is a dedicated journey that you have to go through. And it, it takes time. Like, you know, like, I, I didn't think that you know like I would still be like working on like mending these relationships like two years later but but it really does take time and effort to like continuous time and effort to really like make these relationships work so it's definitely it was tough yeah just really wanting to celebrate like you being at being at this point right like there's a point in this journey you mentioned earlier that like even the thought of working on these relationships will probably make you want to hide like in a corner of a room but I just love how like uh, what I'm witnessing right now is you just really being with that reality of like you know what this is this is a lifelong journey and I think knowing that in some ways seems very freeing it's okay that it's taking a long time, right? Like these relationships are important to you and I hear how important they are. Otherwise you wouldn't work on them. Like you wouldn't even try, right? And so like seeing that for you and like, yeah, like you mentioned, we always talk about how this is a lifelong journey. That's why it's so important to be kind and, you know, graceful (laughs) with yourself as you're going through it. Cause there's some really hard things I think that, that definitely come up. And and I think for you, like you really are tackling, um, you know, in the class, you talk about a group of people in your life that's quickly loved ones, right? Like I really see you committed to doing the work with those um, people in, in particular and yeah, really wanting to like recognize and acknowledge that, that effort. Cause it's, really big deal (laughs) to keep going when it's really hard yeah so like I you know you talked a little bit about what your relationships were like before RBTL and I would love to hear how RBTL has impacted the way that you connect within your relationships yeah yeah honestly it's really impacted me in so many different ways Definitely like the the thing that I took away most from doing RBTL was really showing up as I am, you know, like in so many, um, before RBTL and like so many of my relationships, you know, it would just be like wearing this mask, kind of having imposter syndrome, pretty much like showing up as this person that's not even me trying to pretty much just like get through the hour of hanging out with somebody or something. So that really was what I took the most out of it is just like show up as you are and like if people want to you know keep maintaining this relationship with you they'll meet you where you're at and and that's really what I got got from that it's because like you know like I really had to think about like what my intentions were with the person that I was putting in this effort and so you know like I, I wanted to really show up as I was like genuinely show up like hey I'm not feeling great today but I still want to hang out with you you know I want to let you in on like these things that are going on in my life so I think that like for me, that's the most that was like the number one thing that like came out of RBTL is like really allowing people into my life pretty much like, you know, like, hey, like I'm, I don't, I'm not always doing great, but I still want you in my life. And I hope that like you're OK with that pretty much, you know, like not just kind of, you know, knowing that like I'm a human being. So that's really impacted my relationships in such a positive way. You know, like I, I'm able to like tell my best friend now, like, hey, like I see your messages, but I don't have the like emotional capacity to respond right now. And I want to be able to be present in our conversations. So I will respond when I get a chance, you know, or like letting my partner know, like, I'm not feeling great right now. Like, this is really what I need from you. 
so pretty much it's really like allowed me to like be honest and authentic and really think about like what I need out of the relationship I'm not really sure if I mentioned it before but like in my you know previously and in a lot of my relationships still today like I always tend to put others before myself the hardest thing like through this journey for me is really admitting what I want or what I need at that time you know like instead of really like suppressing my feelings and being there for others I am trying my best to ask for what I need (laughs) that's been really really hard but it's all been really beneficial for all my relationships in a really surprising way honestly like for example with my sister that that was like the relationship I was looking I was not looking forward to like working on the most. You know, her and I are so similar, but so different in so many ways. But we are definitely both very headstrong in our, you know, like our feelings, our emotions. And like, you know, basically both of us kind of have this thing where we always want to be like the alpha female. Like we always want to get the, you know, like one of us always wants to be the last one that like gets the last word in. So that one, that, that relationship was really hard, but you know, like in lately, like letting her in more about like what's really going on with my life. It's been very surprising for me, like seeing how like she's really being there for me. She's like being the sister that I've always wanted her to be. And for me, like just expressing to her like what I need and really like how I'm truly feeling, I think has really like changed the dynamic in that relationship where she's like, hey, I'm trying to show up here as your big sister, like, you know, please like let me in. And so like that that's really been so beneficial because like I didn't think that that would ever happen between us. Because for so long, I played that role of big sister, even though I'm like so much younger. I'm, I'm 12 years younger than my sister. So um, I never thought that, you know, she would play this role in my life again. So it's definitely very surprising to see like how that's changed because of like things that I'm taking from RBTL and really like putting into our relationship has really like changed how like she shows up for me. So that that's been really great to see. Wow. I have so many used ones on my arm right now (laughs) and I'm feeling so wow I'm just so inspired by what has opened up between you and your sister and I really see how this deepening of your relationship has really been a result of you giving her the chance to be there for you like you taking the time to be like you know what I'm not the one letting her in and I want to be able to do that and how vulnerable that is when you're so used to being a certain way and playing a certain role and like I'm so emotional because I feel like you're getting like your sister back but like a different version of her (laughs) and like how how beautiful that must be like as an experience and I just hear also like underneath that just like how painfully like slow but also like how intentional you are about like this journey I love that you bring in just so much nuance in the way that you express yourself. Like, it's not just like, you know, I don't want to answer you. It's like, hey, like, this is what's actually occurring for me. And like, I hope you can understand. And a lot of people, like, we don't share that because, and we'd rather like put on that mask, like you said earlier, because Mm -hmm. when you share what's truly there for you, you run the risk of rejection. You run the risk of somebody not accepting you as you are. And like, sometimes 
sometimes that fear of rejection prevents us from ever being really true to ourselves. And so being able to see you sort of like take that mask off. And I'm sure like in the journey, it was like taking it off, giving it a try and like putting it back on. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that still happens today too. Like I'll be vulnerable with her for a little bit. And then she's like, want to talk more about it? I'm like, nah, I'm okay, thanks. Like, you know, like it's like, okay, can only do it in spurts pretty much. Like it really is like very emotionally taxing for me. So I can only really do it in waves, honestly. Like, you know, she has reached out to me about like, we recently got into this like huge argument. She's like, hey, like I, I'd like to actually talk about it and address some of the things you said. I want to be able to understand you and I want you to also understand me, like, you know, and how I feel about some of the things you said and I was like honestly I was very very shocked that she even sent that to me because I I never thought that we would be able to have like a mature conversation like that you know where like you know we both bring constructive criticism to the table and talk about it you know like because we're we're both pretty sensitive and so I really never thought that would come but for me I was just like hey like I appreciate you reaching out but right now I just don't have the emotional or capacity to I'm going through so many different things and you know surprisingly she's like no I I understand and you know whenever you're ready like I'll be here waiting to talk about it it's really crazy like how long it's taken us to like get to this point but yeah just like all of those little things like you know those little very short spurts of vulnerability you know helped us get here wow man I really hope for folks who are listening they really get that this doesn't happen overnight, right? Like this has been like day in, day out, like you checking in with your bandwidth, which I like love so much because I know that that's can be really hard coming from a background where you feel like you're always wanting to give, right? And to support other people. And so like really wanting to acknowledge that, but really wanting people who are listening to understand that like this is, um, as we mentioned, a really big theme is that it takes effort day in and day out and it's very much a consistency like thing like it's almost like working a muscle right like (laughs) going back you got to put yourself kind of in the arena and try again and again and I think a really big theme that I hear for you Rachel is like how can I be present like with the people and let them know if I can't be I hear so much courage in requesting what you're needing to And I think like something that's underlying all of this is like, I really do see you just loving yourself more like throughout this journey. Like it takes so much care for you, like believing in your worthiness, believing in um, your own love for yourself to be able to say like, hey, I love myself enough to be like, hey, this is something that I need instead of feeling like you need to always give to somebody. And so I thought that was just so, so beautiful to like hear (laughs) underneath your story which is just this growing respect love and care that you have developed for yourself and ironically like through your relationships so I think it's like really interesting how you learn so much about yourself not just in you know your personal growth journey but through the interpersonal like through the relationships that you have like with other people and really see that like it kind of like coming full circle for you like it starts with you and then like it's like taking those chances with other people and then them reciprocating that back to you and like how it's really just added to this sense of love that you have for yourself. That was so beautiful, Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's 
been quite a journey, but um, I guess I didn't like realize too like how much our relationship had progressed until like I actually said it out loud, you know, like it's, it's just like a, you know, with her and I, it's like very back and forth, like, oh, I love you so much, miss you. And I'm like, oh, the next day, like, I can't stand you, like, you know, but, but really like kind of just taking a step back and really like thinking about how far we've come, like it's definitely very beautiful and very like heartwarming to think about. Yeah, it really is. I could see you like kind of like putting the pieces together, like as like you're talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, it's, it's honestly like this is the, and I think I said earlier, it's like the hardest, it's been the hardest relationship to work on. And then, you know, in, in a way, like I try to put myself in my sister's shoes, you know, like she was born in a different generation than me, where like mental health was not really addressed. And she grew up in such a different like way that I did. So I definitely like feel for her because, you know, she never really got the luxury of like leaning into mental health or like getting to like utilize the same resources as I did so for her too just as much as me it's definitely been a big learning curve for her like I feel like a much harder learning curve for her so that's definitely been like really really beautiful to see like how she's like coming to like understand me and like how important like mental health is to me so it really is such a beautiful thing to think about I hear so much empathy and so much love that you have for her too. And like, I'm sure that I can imagine that she's grateful for you as much as you're grateful for the efforts that she has put in into the relationship. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was not expecting this out of this conversation, Rachel. Like, I was like, I thought we're, I like, we always go in, you know, thinking like, oh, the conversation is going to go this way. And I'm just like, so blown away and so inspired because like, you know, I, I have an older brother. He's a year older than me. And um, he's someone I've been thinking a lot about lately. And I, and I would put him also in the prickly for, for different reasons, but I, I just feel like genuinely just so inspired by what you have put in, like into your relationship with your sister and how you owning your side of things can really transform like if the other person is you know open and and willing as well to like go the extra mile and meet you so I'm really inspired by that I'm like I'm walking away with so much <laughs> from this <laughs> conversation and like feeling so um just so in awe of like what you have been able to where this relationship has progressed like truly like because of the baby steps that you have put in and, and just your perseverance and never giving up on the relationship as a whole so just feeling so so inspired yeah. I, I guess my my last question is really for anyone who's you know working on improving their communication skills um relating connecting with other people what is your hope for them or like a piece of advice like you would give them I guess like my piece of advice for anyone listening or anyone like who wants to do RBTL, my advice for them would just honestly be to just, you know, take the plunge because, you know, like as difficult as the journey has been, it honestly will pretty much be like, like we, we talked about, there will be so many beautiful like things that come out of it. Like for me, like I was able to like find my voice, find who I was. And so in turn, like that really helped me to improve my relationships. So I truly want people to know that like, you know, like really, you're just never really going to feel ready to do it. You just kind of got to jump in and do it. And you know, from there, like, it'll pretty much all work out. But just like you said, baby steps, one thing at a time. <laughs> 
thank you for that Rachel taking the plunge I love it I love what you said at the end where it's like you never feel truly ready and it's like that level of vulnerability is like ah. <laughs> it's like some people right like from from um working on something like this because it, it is a really big deal like to to learn to put intention and, and effort into your relationships and I think one of the most vulnerable and yet one of the most life-changing um things that you can do and so thank you for that and thank you so much you're coming on to the podcast today I just loved hearing your story so much I'm feeling I'm leaving this feeling so inspired and so grateful for you yeah no thank you so much for having me it's been so nice to really like reflect on the past couple years and really seeing like my growth and also like celebrating your growth and just seeing kind of like where we are now and then being able to look back later like how much more we've grown so it's been so nice all right, everyone, we'll see you next time on the next episode. Bye. If you would like more resources on how to make the most out of your relationships or to apply to the next cohort of RBTL, find us at relatingbetweenalliance.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please read us on whichever platform you're listening on. Thank you for tuning in and I'll catch you at the next one. Love you. Bye.